since it began in 1995. I would like to introduce to you an exciting and uniquely Irish performance. Riverdance has been seen by over 25 million people throughout 47 countries across six continents and played to a global television audience of over 3 billion. Now, experience Riverdance as never before as we go on a world tour from China well, I've, uh, finally landed here in Guangzhou to North America arrived in DC yesterday and back again to our hometown of Dublin Oh, you're at your own man Here from the producers I mean, I did think it had something special it had great potential The creative team I, I actually hated dancing that's the truth and of course the performers From a young age I've always felt that you know, I will be in Riverdance and I will be a lead dancer as They give you unique behind-the-scenes access Guys, keep it to up. the past Past, present and future of this international phenomenon. This is Riverdance, the podcast. We're like a little I family. I just wasn't happy and I knew things weren't right. Very tired. We're in Cleveland. I came off the phone she says they want you to join the trip and go to China. I was so happy and proud to be part of that. I began dancing when I was four years old. Oh, I'm emotional. And I'm just so honoured to be a part Five, of it. Five, six, seven, eight... Hello, I'm Darren Casey, a dancer with Riverdance since 2008, and I'll be taking you on tour around the world, introducing you to the dancers, directors, producers and personalities of the show across this 10-part podcast series. It's our 10th and final episode of this series. From China to Canada and America, we've brought you all around the world. But for now, we're back home in Dublin, where it all began. It's great to be home. We're all just so happy to be here. We get a glimpse into the future of Riverdance with a visit to the Riverdance Summer School. Eyes to an entire new world. It's just an eye opener to how hard everyone works. And principal dancer Chloe Turner talks to me about her emotional Riverdance journey. I was a very, very nervous, anxious kid. Audition day, I unfortunately had an anxiety attack. First though, let's hear how the next generation of Irish dancers are training and hoping that they too can make it onto the show. I go backstage to find out more. I'm Keely Brown and I'm from Miami, Florida. I'm Meg Hardy and I'm from Brighton, England. I'm Aoife New and I'm from Tipperary in Ireland. What has made you come back more than once? I think it's the inspiration that you just feel so ready afterwards. You're just like, you're so inspired to do more and to like make your dancing just improve. Is the dream to be in Riverdance? Yes, yes. of course. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what about this show is it that makes you want to be in it? What specifically? I'd say the feeling it gives you when you're watching it, it makes you want to be on the stage with them and dancing. It opens your eyes to an entire new world. You feel more part of a family as soon as you get here. Coming into it, you're just nervous, like, I'm not going to make friends and I don't know how I'm going to fit into this. I've never done it before. And then when you get here, it's like you're surrounded in just like this amazing embrace of happiness and joy and Positivity. Is everyone feeling positive? Yeah. Is everyone feeling good about themselves? Somebody's going from competition into trying to get into show dancing, it's totally different with the form and with how you hold yourself and stuff, so it's 
just the great practice to be able to transition over to that and I suppose it is the best place to kind of learn things like that. In competition sometimes you can lose sight of why you're dancing and then as soon as I come back here I'm like this is why like performing like enjoying what you're doing. It like reignites my passion for like the performance. Yesterday and today are dealing. It has to be run full out every single time you do the number. You know you're on it, so dance it up properly. It's a lot of fun, it's hard work, and it's really going for the rest of the year on your dancing. I'd say this year I have goals on performance. Last year was in the gaiety for the first time, and that was amazing, but um, it was professionally recorded. And looking back in the videos, I noticed flaws in myself. I noticed sometimes my mouth was open when I was breathing. I'm not saying I want to do it perfect, I just want to see an improvement on last year. No matter how nervous you are, just push yourself and do it because you won't regret coming here, but you might regret not ever trying. You make so many friends when you're here as well, and it's just an eye-opener to how hard everyone works, and it makes you right into that environment, it's lovely. My mum and dad say I can't walk anywhere without bumping into people I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly through Riverdance because you meet people from all over the world, like Catherine and our group's from South Africa, and I met a girl last year from Australia, and it's just, it's unreal how diverse it is. Take a wee step back, deep breath in, and please just try and enjoy every single second of the next uh, 24 hours, okay? Riverdance is in good hands then with the next generation of dancers. While for Chloe Turner, principal dancer with the show, she looks back on the highs and lows of her brilliant career. I started dance class around age nine. I'd asked my parents after seeing Riverdance on TV. Um, can I go along to an Irish dance class? I like the look of that. So my father took me along to my first dance class. I was a very, very nervous, anxious kid. I couldn't compete for a few years because of those nerves, but I had a lot of encouragement from my father. Myself and my dad, we had a great bond. Um, we were in this together. We had no Irish connection whatsoever, but in fact he was French. We loved Irish culture, we loved the music, and of course the crack. Dad took me along to my first dance class, first fesh, or, and the audition for Riverdance. Before the audition, in fact, I took a little bit of a break. I'd competed for years like many of us. In fact, I was going to very little dance classes for a little while. I was concentrating on sport. I was very athletic as a kid. I loved running. I'd run and run and run and run and run. So I was doing long distance running. I had a coach. So I was training with him. I was competing with the long distance running most weekends at that stage. So something had to give. And at the time it was dancing. I was just trying to figure out what I was going to do. So the dreams back then were to either be in Riverdance or I wanted to be in the Olympics. It took a couple of years and I really started to miss the dancing. And I'd say my dad did as well because he was very much into going to the festivals with me and taking me to dance class. He loved, like I say, he loved it. He was it. the fesh dad. He was the ultimate fesh dad. He'd take out my curlers and all that kind of stuff. And you know, he'd, he had patience, that's what I'd call it. He had the patience, patience of a saint. saint and he needed that with me at the time. So, you know, he encouraged me, he said, if you miss the dancing, why didn't you at this stage um, audition for Riverdance? Or we'll send in a tape at least and see how you get on. 
So I was like, oh, I haven't danced really for a couple of years. He was like, well, practice for a couple of weeks. And as you're practicing, I'll take some videos. And if, you, if you're happy with it, like, well, I'll send it in. I went to the studio and I practiced for a little while. And he eventually, when I thought I was ready. So this was all on your own back. This was no longer part of a dance school, part no, of the competitive scene. No, you like, just wanted back into dancing. Yeah, missed it desperately. And as a kid growing up, most of us, our dream was to be in river dancing. Yeah. And that was still there, that was embedded in me, I think. So it's a case of practicing again, mm -hmm. just going for it. So he recorded me, sent it in. We got an email to say, come along and audition. I was asked to audition summer 2007, and the audition took place at the Gaiety Theatre in Dublin. And I'd never been to Dublin, actually. I'll, I'll take you back even to the day before. So okay. we, we arrived the day before the audition, and I was, I was very nervous, obviously. And we went to wander around Dublin and see some of the sights, and we went to the Gaiety Theatre. The summer run was on at the time as it has been for many years. Mm -hmm. And we looked at the cast list out the front, which maybe I shouldn't have done. That probably made the nerves even more, right. even worse. I saw these big names, like to me were big names from the competitive scene. Mm -hmm. and, and some of the girls were in my age group and, and top competitors. And I, one name I remember saying, I'll always remember it, is Craig Ashurst. And I said to my dad, that's that, like, that lad you like from Australia. You think he's a great dancer. Do you remember him, dad? Oh yeah, like, and little did I know a few years later he'd be my lead partner at the time. And then the next day, audition day, I unfortunately had an anxiety attack. Dad had the patience of a saint. He never lost his temper with me once. We were in this together as a team. He knew what I was like, but he knew, you know, what I did have, although I had a lot of anxiety and nerves, what I did have was discipline, determination, and a passion for what I was doing. Yeah. So I had the anxiety attack. So dad was like, okay, we don't have to do this. This was an hour now before the, the audition. He's like, we don't have to, you don't have to go through with it. He's like, you know, you, he says, we're here. And I was like, but Dad, you'd be so disappointed in me. Like, I, we're here, like, I, I should do it. And he's like, nope. He said, I won't be disappointed in you. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Um, okay. So he was like, how about, it's an hour before, we'll go down the path. <laughs> So we went to a local bar, and I can't even remember what one it is now. It could be one of the locals that we go to every now and then after yeah. the gate, probably, but I wish I could remember what one. So we went to a local bar, and he just knew me. He knew me better than I knew myself. Yeah, he knew um, what he needed. Oh, yeah. Um, we're having the chats, trying to calm me down. He just had a way of calming, yeah. absolutely calming influence on me. Then all of a sudden we're laughing again. Well, I build up the courage then to, and I said, Dad, I, I think I can do it. He was like... Excellent, great. So off we went. So he took me to the, the top of the alleyway and off I went up that alleyway that we know so well we now these so years well. later. Did the audition. Recognised a few people in there. but I was nervous, but yeah, yeah. a bit more confidence now. She had a was couple there of many at the audition? Deep. Was it a big audition? There was about 30, 30 to 40. So that amount of people backstage in the Gaiety Theatre, it's, it's busy. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. a massive backstage area. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's warming up. Very busy. And I remember there was a girl at the time there um, and she was saying, oh, you know, some big names here and all this. Mm. Kind of stuff. I was like, oh, I don't know. I've been out of competition for a couple of years. Yeah. Didn't even recognise some of the people, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, but did my audition, came out. Dad was then waiting at the end of the gate. lane for me to take a nervous little kid that couldn't even go to dance class. Yeah. Too scared. I toured, like I say, with Riverdance then for a few years. It was a, well, a couple of years, actually, and then the lead auditions came up. They mm -hmm. were the 
auditioning all of the leads. Uh, I mean, all of the, the troupe. Yeah. You know, do you want to be a part of an audition? You can be opportunity to be a lead. They were looking for a couple. Or I think they wanted to train in a few. Um, but I was going to pull out. Again, fear almost stopped me. Getting again. the better of you. It got the better of me. And I said, I'm not going to do it. That dream wasn't even on the radar for me. Yeah. The dream was to be in Riverdance. As for the lead role... Light years Again, away. I thought there's absolutely no mm-hmm. hope in hell. But uh, with my dad's encouragement, I did it. So I, I did the audition. I got the lead role. In fact, the letter came. We got the letters through the door. And again, that was another... Just... Uh, I rang my dad, obviously, first person. And I, I remember... I'd never forget, it, actually. He couldn't speak for a few minutes. And I was like, Dad, do you want to believe? I literally couldn't believe it. And I said, Dad, like, I've, I said, I've done it. Like, I've, I've, I've got the lead, I'm doing the lead role. I remember him saying, um, um. Okay. Okay. You know, I always knew you could do it. Um, and I, I'd never stop believing in you. You know, and I've always said um, I'm lucky, but what I've kind of learned since then is that you create your own luck. Yeah. You know, I I got lucky because of the work I put into it. And when I think back now, I I come home from school and I go out for a run. I'd get up in the morning sometimes and go out for a run before school. I was a teenager. My first lead show. Yes, tell um, me about this. Okay. First lead show, got to the gate, he did it a couple of weeks and then Julian Erskine came backstage and said, um, if you're up for it, we'd like you to go on um, to do a couple of shows of lead um, this summer in a couple of weeks time. Told the family what was happening. So I was gonna get all of them over. Um, so immediate family and then grandmother and auntie and cousins and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they, yeah, absolutely, they're booking flights, they were coming over. The only person we didn't tell was my dad. I said, I wanna keep it a secret. I want him to think I'm going on that stage as still a troop member. Yeah. Which he would have still been absolutely fight, like mm-hmm. proud of and loved. Um, so on the weeks leading up to it, it's like, you know, you have told the dance captains, you've got all your family and you're going to do like a full troop show. So I said, yes, dad, yeah, yeah, I've got the, I've, I've told them I'm going to be on everything. Don't worry about it. Um, and as the day comes, I, I will say that the support that I had that day from... I remember the, the buzz in the venue. The 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 buzz in the venue... Um, you guys were unbelievable. I remember, I think it was in Pork at the time, I was like, oh, I'd love to set up a camera in front of his, in yeah. front of his chair to see his face. And was, but they were all side stage anyway, like looking out for him to see if they could see him. But obviously the lights are so bright. Um, first part of Real comes, the opening number. I'm not on it. So he said he did panic. He was like, oh, oh, I don't know what's happened to her. He says, I she told me she was doing a full show. Yeah. He says he was talking to the family. Like, I don't know where she is. And then he said for a very split second, he thought, I wonder. But, and then obviously I then came out for... Out I come. Out I come in the purple frock. <laughs> Extremely proud moment. In March, my father unfortunately passed away suddenly. You know, I, I relied on him for so much. You know, when I say he was my everything, that's an understatement. I relied on him for everything. You know, he used to almost say, geez, I almost do too much for you maybe. You know, like I, I, I needed him, I think. So when he went, 
um, I was on my own then in my mind, like, you know, I was alone then. Uh-huh. Um, so I had to do it now by myself and I had to be strong, not only for myself, but my family as well. You know, he was the strong one. So that was then my role. I was the closest to him. I'm going to take on that role now and try and be, you know, stronger for him. I'd taken that time out, but I was trying to figure out, will I go back and dance mm-hmm. or will I leave it? That was something I had always done with him. Yeah. And, you know, we were a team and all of that. So I, do I stop now because he's not with us or will I carry on? So it, it didn't take me long to figure out, to be honest, no, I should, I should go back and dance. Um, and I think it was five weeks before the Gaiety, I emailed Sean O'Brien and said, is there, is there a spot for me this summer at the Gaiety? I realise you know, I've been out for a little while, but if you'll take me back, I'll be ever so grateful. A couple of leads, I think, were busy. One was at a wedding, one was doing something else, and unfortunately another one went down with injury. Julian came backstage, I said, I realise this is quite an emotional time for you, you could just get him back, but do you fancy a lead show? It's tomorrow night. And I'll never forget just before that show, and this is what I say about Riverdance and the support that you get. Yeah. Um, Julian, right before the show, says to me, I'll never forget, I realise this is an emotional time for you, Chloe, but I'll never forget um, your first lead show here and how proud your father was. He came up to me at the halftime and thanked me. He said he couldn't thank me enough. Your dad um, said, thank you ever so much, Mr. Raskin. You won't believe what what this means to us. Um, He says, I'll never forget it, like his proud face. It actually ended up being probably one of the best shows I've ever done in my life. I knew he was there with us. I strive now to be more like him. Has Riverdance, through all of it, been the one kind of bookmark in your life that you always look back on? Darren, it's changed my life. I I can't even, I don't even know the words to express, to be honest, Um, but it got me out of, I I can't imagine what my life would have been Mm. if it wasn't for Irish dancing and river dance. Like it it would have been a a very different place. People from my town, they don't do these things. Like, you Mm. know, when I go back home, even I get in the taxi with a, I get in a taxi with a driver and he's like, where have you been? Like, you know, from my town, he comes to collect me from the airport. Wow, like someone from Wellingborough, where I'm from, it's on, it is unheard of. What's next for Chloe Turner? Well, the main thing is I want to continue to be out of my comfort zone. You know, I want to keep pushing, you know, when you face those fears, the the comfort zone becomes wider. I already know there's a, a lot of, people out there that are saying well I don't have a chance and no hope you never know even with um, anxiety depression whatever kind of mental health or whatever lack of belief you have in yourself as long as you do have passion determination and discipline you can achieve your dreams it is possible and that's it That's all from us this series of Riverdance the Podcast. Thank you from me, Darren Casey, and from all of us on the show for joining us on this tour. We started in China all those months ago. Well, I've uh, finally landed here in Guangzhou. Travelled east to west and north to south, across America and Canada. I'm just at a loss for words. Just touches your soul. Bringing you the sights. The tap off was absolutely amazing. Sounds. Stays right, Ellen, Kelsey, Jenny. Laughter and tears <laughs> of life on the road. I hope you've enjoyed the tour and got an insight into what life is like as a dancer touring with Riverdance. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. And until next time, when the lights go on, the curtain goes up and opening night starts all over again. Oh.